Mm. I was I was secretary of a meeting in Belmarsh for a little while. I fucking loved that. Wow, that's like, incredible. I proper loved it in there. <coughs> uh, um, so I, mean, I, I, I weren't able to go in there because my health, I had a bad accident in 2018. What happened um, there? <laughs> I basically got disemboweled by a jet ski. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking, I have to laugh about it because they can't make it up. No. Like, if you put, put my name in Google when it comes up, I was literally in every newspaper in the world. I was on Fox News, everything. Really? Like, proper bad it Explain was. Explain that. Street Culture TV. Instagram UK Frontline. Beatbox created. Killer Keller. And we need to talk about world music and street culture. Killer Keller Podcast. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, Killer Keller Podcast, live and direct, central London, or as central as you need to be, heaven forbid you be anywhere else. Get yourselves ready for the upcoming Hoddle Wars. It's time to graph punks up and get up with some NFT gaming. Also, big shout out to Chief Rocker Gear. From streets to stage, Chief Rocker is the streetwear of champions. It's that time. We're getting into it. For the sharers and carers out there, big shout out to you. Thank you for all your support. Of course, 500 plus 2024 is how we're doing it. Um, if you want more of what we're doing here, get the television app free download. iPhone, Android. For all your street culture, sports and, and some... We're in the house with a lady representing South to the fullest from the early noughties onwards, FDC of the building, among many others, the highs and lows, the calamities and fun times by the name of Asbo inside the place. How are we? Hello. How's it going? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kiss inside the place. What's up, Kiss? Say what's, what's up. Yay. What's inside what's the acid, the unmistakable sultry tones of the Kistra. Um, if you want to check his podcast out, you're more than welcome to. We've got 500 of the buggers. What's been going on? Not much. Just out here doing my thing. Yeah. Yeah, keeping myself out of trouble. Mm. It was lovely to see you down at uh, Leak Street a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? You know, yeah. You're down with the kids and that, you know. Yeah, they love it down there. They do, they do. Does that tradition get passed down, the love of graph? Yeah, well, it started from me and like my son's dad, he, uh, Dubba, he passed away, sadly. Rest in peace, um, Dubba, yes. Yeah, it's a sad, sad yeah, story. Of course. But um, yeah, our son's sixteen now. He loves it. He's yeah, he's took over his dad's name. He's his little legacy, um, really? which is like uh, incredible. It makes it get teary eyed. Of course, it does. Well, well, it, um, absolutely. Yes, sometimes and that being back in Downham now, seeing the little double tugs everywhere, it just reminds me of being back in two thousand and two. Like. Yeah. Little shit, but um, yeah. <laughs> I can't help but think like it's just part of him still living on through him, and it's yeah. it's quite beautiful. Yeah, I mean, two uh, thousands, early two thousands were crazy for you as well, right? Mental. Let's race, get into it. Let's graph, get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, so basically, I think it was quite easy to get in raves back then. I was what about fifteen, fourteen, fifteen when I went my first jungle rave. Mm. Sneaking into like Bagley's, Stratford Rex, uh, Lighthouse, all of them things. Just that was when my days was good. I used to love that. Like they was, it was fun then. For some, like all overcapacitated, mm. mental. I remember one time a geezer pulling a gun out in Stratford Rex, and I was just like, "Oh, this is fun, isn't it?" Like, what? Just, wow. Like it's just not really the place that a fifteen-year-old should be in, but I loved it. What is like, it about? What is it about us 
at young ages I don't know, to migrate to them. I've always been attracted to yeah. stuff that I shouldn't be. Yeah. It's, um, it's been in my nature. But, um, when did you get into graph? Because, I mean, this was your, your main... Probably when I, was, when I was about 11. I remember I used to get on the train and see that big, vivid imaginations thing up London Bridge. I think, I love this. And then, mm. like, from then, I'd just always have a little paint pen with me and I was always... But my tag was my name, so mm. I was, all, like, till... Well, I was in my 20s, mm. always writing Ash everywhere. But, obviously, always getting caught for that one. Mm. It weren't me. Mm. Yeah, it was. You're writing your name, you dickhead. It's going to get you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so who gave you the name Asbo? How did how did that? It was actually Cosa that gave me that Cosa. name. I, okay. Yeah, because my wild behaviour. Well, like, big up Cos. A lot of my behaviour, I'm not <laughs> entirely proud of, but that's like person I'm trying not to be anymore since I've uh, got clean and sorted myself out. It's uh, been a it's been a hell of a journey. Can but, we can we get into that? So course, you know what was yeah. what was the what 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 was the lowest the low points like what what? Well. My my drug addiction started from young. I must have been about... I've always, from about the age of 11, like, starting with the puff and and just... Even even nicking my granddad's asthma pumps and stuff just to get buzzing off of them. Like, I was, I was fucked from young, like. But I got to about 13 and um, I found... Like, like, my stepdad used to sell a bit of speed and I found that in the, uh, in the freezer. And I, just, I started doing that all the time and then that was when... And then I started doing other drugs like pills and sorry, That's fine, um, fine. pills and weed mm. and a bit of sniff and all of that. And I remember I was in Stratford Rex and someone passed me a joint on the balcony and I, I didn't even care what was in it. And I had a couple of pulls and I threw up and it was crack. I was like, wow. wow, 15 years old. By the time I'm 17, I'm, I'm, I'm a regular crack smoker. Uh, and it, yeah, it ruined my life. Yeah. Literally ruined my life, like... I moved into some people that it, it weren't it weren't good. It moved in next door to some people. The man was a lot older and he took advantage of me. Like, really? Yeah, but I was I was groomed basically, um, and there was a lot of abuse there, and yeah, I ended up with pretty bad uh, crack habit. And he and took a, full advantage of that situation. Yeah, he was like in his sixties. I was a kid. So where was this? Where, yeah, 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 totally. Well, where was where was he? Where was this at, at the time? Was it? I was I was living in a council flat. As um, I had a baby pretty young. I was I was sixteen when I had my son, mm. and I um, yeah, I moved into this. I lived in an hostel for a little while. Then I got my council flat, and they lived next door. And um, it was just like on tap. But but once it once I was hooked, that was it. I didn't didn't really care. Mm. Didn't care, and um, something else. I, I had another traumatic event happen to me in my flat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I got assaulted, and um, I got moved by uh, the police. I'm not a grass, by the way. Like mm. this was a sexual assault. Mm. Uh, I and I will always tell any woman go to the fucking police or yeah. something like that. Yeah, Nazis and yeah. rapists. Yeah, yeah, but it's like fucking right. Yeah, so but. I'll, take, I'll try and take the positives <coughs> out of the, of the negative and that, that got me out of that flat and away from them people. Yeah. So I managed a couple of years off of the crack, but I was still using other substances, drinking a lot of alcohol, mm. sniffing a lot of cocaine. And, um, yeah, I've, I was still going raving and that all the time, loved the raves. Mm. Um, but at this time I was with Dub and uh, I went... It, that, we, we was wild, me and him, but I, I loved it. Like, it was just 
we was always out on the track scuffing and that and like just but we was how I didn't die I don't know that I was always off my nut like really? either on ease or lagging drunk I was going to say uh, how I'm, did you you know to build the profile it's like you you literally were you do some two occupations in itself, you know, addiction yeah. and and graph. Yeah, so it was just mental, like. But but I loved it. I loved the carnage. I actually I thrived off the drama. Like really? I, I I loved it all when it's all busy and all of that. It was just I don't know because I just never felt comfortable being peaceful. I don't even know if that makes sense. Yeah, that does like, make sense. Where's that? Where does that come from? I think childhood trauma as well. Yeah. Like literally, my whole life's just been. Abuse after abuse after something, something. It's always just been drama after drama, like big event after mm. big event. And I'll just sit there sometimes and think, well, when am I going to get a fucking break? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Did you ever think, did you ever think that, you know, what, what, why me? Why am I? All the time. That's why, that's why I drink and got on it how I did because I used to think, like, if, it, if you had the life I've had, you'd fucking be like me as mm. well. Uh, all I wanted to do was block out my reality. Mm. And, and I got, went the complete wrong way about it because by blocking out that reality and just suppressing my feelings, mm. I've never dealt with the uh, trauma. No. So now I'm in therapy and I'm having to have uh, EMDR and uh, CBT therapy for um, like proper deep-rooted uh, trauma. I've been diagnosed with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Wow. So I'm sorting that out now. I'm having the eye movement therapy and all of that. I feel in a, I feel in a place now where... Ready to face these things, and you're clean now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm three coming years? up. Yeah, coming up for three years. Congratulations! On the of January, yeah, that's the realist, like, realist, realist. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of. Um, <coughs> I go to a lot of CA meetings, AA, NA, all of them twelve step fellowships. They save my life every week. Yeah, how, how many do you go to a week? I mean, it's quite. Um, quite a in the beginning, I, I I was doing a lot. Probably I only probably do one a week now. Like I do one. I try and get to one face to face, and I do a Zoom meeting. Um, but if I need to go and be of service, I might have to like go into a chair or something mm. in a different in a, a different area or something. Mm. Then I I go and do it because I need to keep my myself in that to uh, and keep like, your mind sharp and active constantly. Yeah, I try mm. like that's what I try and do now. I try and help other people. Like I, today, I try and use my traumas as like assets. So say like I've been through like the sexual abuse, the, the the domestic violence, the the, the bereavements, mm. all of that stuff. I can just try and help another girl out of the mm. trenches. I, mm. I, yeah, you would, yeah. And um, I love it. I do love what I do. Like it's it's very rewarding. Like mm. I was I was secretary of a meeting in Belmarsh for a little while. I fucking love that. Wow, that's like, incredible. I proper loved it in there. <coughs> um, like, something I, I weren't able to go in there because my health. I had a bad accident in two thousand and eighteen. What happened um, there? I basically got disemboweled by a jet ski. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking, I have to laugh about it because they can't make it up. No. Like, if you put, put my name in Google when it comes up, I was literally in every newspaper in the world. I was on Fox News, everything. Really? Like, proper bad it Explain was. Explain that. <laughs> I was just on a jet, jet ski, but I was with my son's mate and obviously... 30-year-old woman and a 16-year-old boy, I wouldn't put my arms around him in a bikini. No, it felt no, weird. No, yeah. So I held on to the handlebars at the back. I must have gone over a little wave but and gone slipped off the back, but my bum's gone into the water jet and it literally just went everything. I've had, like, 14 surgeries. I had to have one back in um, 
July, my last one, because I've had to have a lot of reconstruction. Oh, my Well, I had all my, all my bowel, my womb, my bladder was all ripped to pieces. And Stop. I'm lucky to be alive. I nearly died. I nearly bled to death. Um, Stop. And then I got stuck in Turkey. I've still got more surgery to go because um, the hospital done me dirty the other month. They was meant to do a certain procedure and they didn't do it. So now I've got to pay to... I'm going to go abroad and have it done. But um, it is what it is. I'm trying not to... Because otherwise, if I start getting resentful and all of that, yeah, then yeah, I start yeah. thinking, do you know what this is? Wow, you have had one life yeah, so far. I'm a, I'm a lucky girl. Like, I don't good. think... Well. I'm too hyperactive for this body. I'm trying to... It's been nearly six years since my accident. I'm trying to adjust to... Like, obviously, I get ill quite a lot now. Yeah. Like, it, it pushed three discs out at the bottom of my back and it, it's cool. But... I try, sometimes I think, hmm, I was a bit of a cunt back in the day. They don't like, is that my karma? Or did God no, do that no, to slow me down? I don't know. Way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't think that way. And I, I, maybe that's what it was. I was so 100 mile an hour. Maybe that thing, that maybe that happened to slow me down. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you look, take the negative to into a positive space. Yeah, I think sometimes the gods force you, in, your hand into... Uh, Retraining and repurposing you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's been nuts. Been absolutely nuts. But um, yeah, it's been. Uh, I weren't at my worst when I started yeah. doing my recovery thing. Uh, I'd, I'd stopped smoking. The last time I smoked crack was September eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. But again, su substance because after Dub died, mm. that's it. That's what like that's when it got dark. Yeah, yeah. I was just like. I didn't really see no way out. I just kept moving all around the country, uh, yeah. trying to run away from my problems and that. And I didn't didn't realise then that I'm I am the problem, and that I always bump into myself. And I'm not gonna get myself better until mm. I decide to get myself better, which is what I decided to do on. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, well, oh, oh. I carried carried on like it was so easy for after my accident. It was so easy for me to manipulate the doctors to give me painkillers. Mm. Like, I'd literally, I thought I thought I was alright because I wasn't taking so many mm. illegal substances. But mm. the prescriptions, fuck me, I used to pick scabs in my head. I'd be dribbling down my dribbling down myself. I'd I wouldn't. I'd get out of bed and just smash back loads of pregabalin, and then I'm eating codeine and tramadol all day. Um, and then by the night time, I'm fucked off of all that, so I'm sniffing gear to pick me up, and then, then I'm wired off the gear, so I'm drinking alcohol, and then I'm sniffing more gear because I'm too drunk, mm. and then I'm then I'm too out of my nut, I can't sleep, so I'm buying Xanax and Valiums off the geezer down the road. Mm. But I, that, that was normal to me. Just hectic, hectic in your mind all the time. Just oh wow, wow. I mean, it, it's actually a it's a surprise that you're. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm alive. Like, even I've, I've tried to commit suicide. Like, I literally tried to hang myself. Uh, and uh, there's been a couple who uh, took a massive overdose and ended up in ICU. They, they weren't half-hearted attempts. I genuinely did not want to be alive no more. Yeah, yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a story to tell. And uh, hopefully I can... I, well, I try my best to help other people mm. now. Because mm. that's what... that's where it starts for me, that's, that's what I want to do. Mm. I just want to see other people get better. Mm. It proper like, lights me up inside, yeah. seeing other people get well off Bless the back you. of what I do. Yeah. I don't do things today with a motive. Everything what I do, 
is yeah. from my heart. Yeah. Like, usually, if I'm doing something for you, I start. Like, what have you got for me? Like, I've, I've always got a little, mm. like, can I get something out of this? Or mm. it's not like that anymore. Like, my life, my whole perception of life's changed. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I still go raving and that, sober. Mm. I went to, I went in the basin in the sun last year, completely sober, watching the sun come up. I'm running from a rave, five o'clock in the morning, run down to get on a tuna fishing boat because I love fishing as well. That's my little thing. Really? Yeah. It's mad how right, so a lot of writers love fishing, don't yeah, they? I, love, I went to Norway so sea fishing and that. I think I fucking love it. I think That's like, amazing. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Like, my ADHD is off the scale, but I can sit there and do all my little fishing rigs and mm. all of that. And mm. I'm proper in my zone when I'm doing all that. But, um, it's like your knitting or your or graph, yeah, you know, it's that I, thing. Yeah, and doing my canvases and things like yeah. that. Like, I, that's like meditation for me. Mm. Can't, like, when I'm sitting in my little zone doing all mm. that stuff, I love it. But, um, can I ask you something? And I'm sure you won't mind me bringing this up. You, you said bef- before we started, you know, the comments on this podcast might might get a bit lively why is that because why is that because I, I, can't, I can't think for a second what differentiates you from a lot of people that have suffered trauma do you, do you know what i mean like uh, my behavior i'm not proud of some of my behavior in the past right like a bit to be honest with you, i was a scumbag right wrong one. Mm. Um, but I try and take life lessons out of all that now, and I, I, I'm trying my hardest never to be that person again. Well, crack, crack, will do that to you. Yes. <laughs> you know. Cracks in a bit. <laughs> yeah. If anything's going to make you be a scumbag, it certainly brings you to your knees like quick. That. Yeah. That stuff. That's that's the devil. And you know what? It it upsets me because there's so many other uh, like we were a lost generation. Mm. Literally, I've there's heard that so before, many yeah. of us that are like it. And I just hope, like, people that know me and a lot of people on, that watch your thing will know who I am. Mm. And they'll be like, what the fuck? How she... Like, mm. she was fucked. I, when I went in, I, I see Zombie a little while ago and he was like, you're so different. Really? I was like, I'm still nuts. I'm still mental. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm still ADHD to my eyeballs, but... Nowhere near as bad as what really? I was. Fuck me, I was, I was terrible. What? Give me an example of t- the terror. Give me something that is that really oh, is a, a flagship moment of oh my god, this is this is me right now. Like in this place, the screaming, the crying, the, like literally pissing myself, like hair everywhere, makeup down my face. Beating people up, like yeah, yeah. just absolute fucking. I got my boobs out of funeral for fuck's sake, like proper mm-hmm. fucking wild. Wow. Like, I have to, <laughs> I have to say, no. It's new for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've heard anyone get their tits out of a funeral. Wow. But I only say that because I have to. <coughs> like I have, I've made an amends to my friend for that because that's that's shameful behaviour. But that's that's the sort of drunk I am. I'm an embarrassment. I'm wild. I don't care. I, the things I do, I, it's just, yeah. Mm. I, I can't even get my words out about my behaviour because it, it's, it's cringy. I, I think you're articulating it really well. I mean, there's very little more that, I mean, you could always add, but the truth is 
you're as much a victim. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you try and try and explain any of this in its entirety. I mean, that's that, that's like five yeah, podcasts, like, I right? Did, did, I didn't think I'd ever come back from all this. All of that mental trauma and all of everything what I've been through and everything I've seen, especially seeing a man that I love die in front of me and having to resuscitate him. I literally, I was still out my night. Then I come back from innovation. And I was then at like eleven o'clock in the morning. I'm still getting on it, and then all of a sudden, I'm having to try and resuscitate oh, someone. Oh wow! Fuck. Like, I mean that. Do is... you know how long I blamed myself for that? Because I was thinking, if I weren't out my nut, if I did, if I, if I knew how to do CPR and all of that, then if I didn't, like, we had an argument a few days before, and I said some horrible stuff to him, and I, I that that cuts me deep. Do you know that? And mm-hmm. that was one of the last like, in the in the it. Breaks my heart the things that I've I said to him and I never got to say sorry. Okay. It was so quick and yeah. so sudden. I never got to say sorry. I just hope that I'm making him proud now. Of course you are. Of course you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're here. We're here, and we're here for you, man. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. But I'm like, I I ruined my kids' birthday parties and that. I made them parties about me. They were my parties. That was that's another excuse for me. To drink and take drugs. Like for my son's 18th, like, I literally starved for about a year. I um I done him a little rave, hired Shabba and Baseman to come down, like Shocking B. Um, that sounds like a banging yeah, party. Like proper, proper little shubs. Wow. It, was, it was sick. Um, and it was like in in a little tiny football club. I had a 30,000 watt sound system in there and the windows was rattling. And it just seeing my little boy's face and he was going, um, I love you, mum. This is the best. Like, and they still talk about it now, wow. like doing things that I would have never done nothing like yeah. that for my. No. I was a selfish. But, but why do you? Yeah, but why do you? <coughs> you said you only did them for you. That that sounds to me, you know, way beyond any kind of parental call of duty. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you yeah, went like, that extra mile. So why? No, why, why, no, not that. That wasn't. Not, not, I was making up for it with that. Oh, like, I, see. I, I mean, okay. in the past, all yeah. all of them parties. It was just an excuse for me to get my mates round and have a have a party. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And my mum would yeah. always have to remove my kids from my care and because I'm paralytic drunk, being sick yeah. up and just getting all like just going to Asbo, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we talk about your parents? So, so, your mum, she obviously couldn't control. No, my mum couldn't control me. No, my mum literally bless her. I love my mum to death. Yeah, she. Uh, I broke that woman. Yeah. I like, I remember doing my when I picked up my two year sobriety. I'd done the chair at a meeting. My mum come and my son, and my mum actually shared in a meeting. And she was, it, it, uh, she said to me every time I used to hear the door knock, I used to think it'd be the police telling me my baby's dead. She went, I can sleep today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that hurt. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Melted my heart. Yeah. She said, I don't worry about you anymore. Which, I don't want her to worry about me. I don't want any... Like, my nan and granddad, bless them, they get to see me like this. I can go and go and help them. I, yeah. I, I know it sounds... These are normal things to normal people. people. Yeah. But I took all that for granted. But today I'm doing all these things. Yeah. And it's... Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a nice way to live. Like, even when I, when I went to Ironapa last year, I thought, oh, this is going to be a test for me. Yeah. But... With this twelve step program, as long as I'm working my program, I can go anywhere. Yeah. I don't have to be scared or drink or drugs. Yeah. And I 
I, I went fishing on Evil B's boat party. I don't know, did you see the video? Of that? That's amazing. <laughs> did you Big see up that Evil B. I mean, all these dons, you know, he's, he's, these are the homies. It's so funny. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Have a look on his on his Instagram. There's a picture of me on the back of them. They're all having a rave, and I've got my fishing rod. A sick. I didn't catch tackle out. <laughs> but yeah, little things like that. It's just, I love it. Like being out at first, when I first got sober, I was walking down the road and someone was playing that Alex Reese Pulp Fiction show, mm. and that boom, mm. boom, boom, boom. I was like, ah, ah, oh. I just want to get out my nut. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, no, I couldn't listen to music, I couldn't do anything. Because was, it was all associative to. Did, yeah. Was Graf a part of that? Was was that a problem? Yeah, do you know what? Graf was, Graf was like a sesh. That, yeah. was, that was what I loved about it. Like, it was always, they, everyone was always drinking and all yeah, that. Yeah. I loved it, but I was always the one that would just embarrass myself. Like, yeah. well, do, do people around you think, "Oh, yeah, she's taking it too far"? Again. Yeah, all the time. I remember, <coughs> like, and this is my, and there's been sometimes my kids have been there and that, and people have been like, "I saw yourself, eh? You, your kids with you." Like, but I can't just have one drink. I wish I could, but there's something in me. As soon as I have one of anything, that's it. I just want to keep on going, going, and going. Oh, man, I, just from. I could have a glass of wine with my dinner. I think, oh, yeah, this is going to be a sophisticated Pinot Grigio with my yeah, dinner. Yeah. And it don't. It ends up me fucking four days later with one shoe on and water infection in a crack house. Like, that's from <laughs> this sophisticated glass of wine. Yeah. It's just nuts. I don't do things by half. So I've got, like, addict mentality with everything. It's just... I think what you just said there is one of the most profound moments that I... Just thinking to myself, wow, like, I think that is in, it's innate, innate in all of us that we take something to the limit. Um, and we all handle that limit badly, differently, to what, extra, what the outcomes. I mean, God, I mean, we're coming out of Christmas now and geez, like, can you imagine dry January? It's, you know, the queuing up for it. I've had a couple of them now. Yeah. So I love it. Really? Like, yeah. being able to go out, even, like, going to... Where did I go in Birmingham? Oh, I went to... When Bassman and Trigger, they had their thing, they got back together. That was the best. Oh, I bet. It, just, oh, I no. danced all night and I, I I didn't wake up with a hangover. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't... I felt like I had been... Where I danced so much, I was like, oh, my legs are hurting yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything. But I was just genuinely having the best time without mm. drugs. And I was looking around at everyone. I was thinking, you're going you're gonna to feel like shit, shit tomorrow. tomorrow. At this point, I want to big up Swag as well because he's he's uh, you know surpassing his dry January. He's oh, he's, a, he's reformed as well. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, so proud of him. Yeah, yeah Swag's one of my very very good friends. I've yeah. got so much time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's um, my kids love him. He's yeah, un- Uncle Swag. He's, yeah, he's good stuff. I mean, that's something. Yeah, I mean, it's just that they, these mini celebrations of people's lives and how they can better themselves and. Um, reform others as well. I mean, yeah, he smashed it. Look at him now. Yeah, he's yeah. like, and he loves a good drum, drum bass, right? Yeah, well. we went to Jungle. Where was Jungle Mania? Of, um, I think a couple of months ago. Was that with Nicky Black Market? Isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think there was Uncle Doug's there with Shabba, and uh, it, yeah. it, it was good. That uh, that set, yeah. that just remind, for a little while, it just reminded me of how yeah. the raves used to be. I think I got in the tickets for that. I think it was maybe not. That was yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I'm, that's so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to one on the thirtieth. Mm. Have a little boogie, I think. Mm. And yeah. and and your notoriety <clears throat> in graph, you know, aside from the extracurricular activities of uh, of drinking drugs, I mean, 
profile-wise, you were out there and up with some of the greats being busy. Not so, not so much now. No, but I, not I, now, I feel, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know, I said it to Kiss yesterday. I said, I feel like a bit of a bit of a fraud going on there and talking about crap because I ain't done nothing illegal for a few years. So obviously, I've, I was married for seven years and he, he hated me having anything to do with his life. So really? I didn't... He, I disappeared for a little while. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I was... That when I was on on my shit, I I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. to answer the tube the tube lines. They no, I'd say I loved that. That terrified me. Actually. Really, did the tubes? Yeah, they were scary. Really? Yeah, I've, I've only done that once. So I didn't really, but all I just, it was more like all over South. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battering South, FTC yeah. for me were like the. Yeah, so I'm know. more of putting like uh, Dubs Crew, VTZ, PS, yeah, MZ, yeah. Yeah. like. Fucking uh, MZ man, wow, yeah. Yeah, but um, I still love it now. Like I've got a few things coming up. I'm gonna next uh, in the new year. I'm, I'm like linking up with someone to. Uh, I, I ain't I ain't told him I'm coming on here, so I don't gonna tell you who it is no, no, just no, in no. case he's yeah. like what. But um, yeah, so we're gonna be doing like some furniture. We're gonna be making oh, some furniture, so like, some graffiti like, with the. Graffiti and he, I, I love his stuff. Yeah. Like he does all my tattoos and that for me. He's sick. Nice. But, um, yeah. So that's another thing I've got to look forward to, and I'll be writing my book next year as well. Writing a book too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna get onto that in Whoa. January. I've been, I've been sitting on that um, for a while. Like my friend, he's been trying to kick me up the ass to do it for the last two years. But it's time to stop like procrastinating and start putting some action in. Mm. And start getting shit done because really? I know I've got that. Even my mum said it to me. That's your calling. Yeah, get your book out there because it's a sort of it's like the sort of you know when you watch them sick programs and you think wow, that, that that's pretty much what my life's been like. So I know like I got to put up. It. I had sit. I sit there and when I think I think I I don't know how my life. How do you come to terms with that in your head? Like, if you don't mind me asking, like... It's... You never come to terms with it, really. Like, it affects me in different ways now. Like, I obsessively think that my kids are going to die. Like, because of seeing Dub dead and how he died and everything at that young age, he was 24. My son's 20 now. Yeah. And it, the, the fear that's in me, this is what I'm having this trauma therapy for. I just... <clears throat> so I cry and feel like... I'm grieving. Some days I feel like I'm grieving for my kids and they're mm. still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way to live. It. No, yeah. it's like, and I'm constantly thinking that something bad is going to happen to my daughters, like sexually. Yeah. Like I, I won't let them go to certain places. I'm very overprotective with my daughter. Like you, you're not going. Mm. You do not go through them woods. You're not mm. to go here. You know, and I, it, but it's, I, I'm trying to protect her, but and it's. Same time, I feel like I could be a bit possessive, and and it's a bit might be a bit overwhelming for her because I don't want to put that fear in her, but mm. that fear in me is disgusting. Like I, it it terrifies me. But it's, mm. it's just the mental scars, I suppose. It's, it's so complex, and it? it it it's heavy on the heart, isn't it? Yeah. Unnecessarily, it's... you know, just regret and that feeling of what ifs and. How comes, why is that, you know, just, I get it, I understand, I do understand. Because we all, ha we all have that in different degrees. 
Yes, it's just... Um, that's why this therapy, I'm hoping that sort of un, un, does a bit of... It is... I am coping a lot better with it. Like, last year, I was absolutely fucked with it. Oh, I had a lot going on with the hospitals and stuff with... Mm. Where they was leaving me, I'd like uh, where I had my accident. I ended up with an incisional hernia where I've had so much stuff done to my stomach. Not basically, so my intestines fell out the wrong side of my abdomen, and the hospital just weren't sorting it out. They was literally waiting for it to become a medical emergency. For, what? For, like, and they left it to get bad, but I, it's only because I kicked and screamed that uh, that they sorted that it out. It's been so but, painful. Oh, uh, it's been it's been horrible, and even now, like where I've had to have put all my stomach rebuilt, and there's all mesh in my stomach, and that it does get painful. But I'm yeah. alive. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I need to be grateful for that. More power. So it's difficult sometimes. I yeah. think. Like, like, Do you have to watch what you eat and things like that. Yeah, I should. I think like, at my age, I shouldn't have to live like this. But. <sighs> yeah. like, like I said, I'm alive <clears throat> my, and, I, and I'm and I'm clean and I'm sorting myself out. My kids have got their mum back and I do make the most of, like, mm. even though I've, some days I am proper written off because of my accident, mm. I make the most of it. Like I was saying with the, the guy and I try and get away and go on holidays and yeah. try and... I'm always trying to take the kids to do stuff and yeah. that, and I like to I like to take them to do the graffiti and that because it keeps them off them fucking iPads. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um... Yeah. Isn't um, it strange how it takes a level of trauma? I don't know, for all of a sudden you to surface and breathe deep and enjoy every single moment. I mean, I think that's the biggest saviour of it all. Oh, that's the celebration of all of this, is that you've got all this, you know, all the minutes of every hour of every day to experience and deep take it all in. Yeah, like, life is beautiful. It's just, I just... It sounds mad. Everything was in black and white before. Like, yeah. everything was dull. Yeah. And, like, I, when I was in Iron Apple, I was just looking at the sea last year and I, I literally had tears coming down my face and I was thinking, wow, is this, like... This is this what I've been missing out on. Yeah. Like, watching the sun come up at five o'clock in the morning on a mm. tuna fishing boat and that, it, it was just... After just coming straight from a rave, like... Mm. It, but do it and then being able to go back and have a little sleep on the beach, mm. all sober and that, I was just thinking... What the fuck have I done with my life? Mm. Like a whole of last twenty five years of my life has been a fucking blur. Mm. Yeah, it's it's nice that I'm making making new memories, mm. sober memories, not getting out, I'm not embarrassing myself, mm. like, not not having to have that anxiety of what what have I done? Mm. Who's gonna ring me? I'm switching my phone off for four days so no one can ring me to. Uh, Chase oh, where you, you are. Know, yeah. yeah. Do you know what you got up to? You don't like. Oh, do, do you know what you done yesterday? I used to go fuck off. Don't even tell me. I'll kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I had myself for months. Like I, I was just. Thank fuck I don't live like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. mental. And all your friends are right behind you. I mean, big up kissed. More support coming through my brother. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good man. Yeah, I woke up with him from my last <coughs> operation. I didn't even know he was coming. He popped his head in. He's like, hello. Bless him. Yeah, he's a good he's, man. He's good stuff. He's always... I remember when I, the day I was getting married, he rang me from prison. He was like, don't fucking do it. Run. <laughs> I wish I'd listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hindsight is twenty twenty, And it's just fantastic that you're doing well and you're in a good place now. Um, and uh, nothing to complain about and everything to look forward to. No, everything's good. I'm, yeah, I'm, 
It's little things. I've got my driving license now. Like mm. that's big for me. Mm. I never thought I'd be able to. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that's incredible. I'm doing my little, doing all right, doing the canvases. Um, mm. Yeah. Obviously got that furniture thing coming up. There's big things that are gonna come. Mm. Like, I've literally, I've just had to get myself better from this last little bit of surgery and that. Mm. But I can feel it. Next year is gonna be a good mm. one. Yeah. Is going to be a good one. Viva the that, 100%. Um, thanks so much for joining us. So Thank right. you so much. And, and, you know, I think it's a celebration of life itself, do you know what I mean? Like, what you can achieve, you know. This was a very different podcast to what I anticipated, but you know what? There's going to be people out there that, without question, even if it's to, you know, a quarter of the experiences you've yeah. had, will be there suffering on some level. Well, if there is anyone that's out there suffering and does want any help, then just drop me a DM. My, yeah. um, my Instagram is Ashley Doris 87 I will um, add that in, yeah. for sure. Like, don't feel no way about messaging me. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. That's what I do now. I try and help people. I don't like seeing people suffer. It make, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, well, I, have, I do the phone line now. Like, I do voluntary on the, on yeah. the CA helpline. Yeah. Uh, every Wednesday and hearing some of them phone calls really brings it home for me. Yeah, well, yeah. Sometimes I sit there and think, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. Then I'll get that phone call and it's like someone saying, that's why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Wow. You've got to have all the yeah. ears, right? You've got to have all the ears and all the experience to be able to listen. I know. What have I got to show for it? I've got a hole through my septum. I still sound like I'm a pig. Like, that's three, for nearly three years on. Like, definitely sniffed a couple of houses. The amount of drugs I've took, I, I could have, could have been set for life, like yeah. I, if I used my heads. But no, I decided just to take drugs and stuff instead. Yeah. And again, but again, it's 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 that life experience that you're able to transfer to people and make their lives better. Yeah, it's, it is a way out. You ain't got to live like it. Like, honestly, I'm proof. If I can do it, mm. trust me, anyone can. That's amazing. I've seen that, and again, swag. He's brought it back. Mm. I can't, like, there's a lot of people I'm seeing that are uh, coming into, re re like, mm. doing doing this mm. stuff and their lives are getting better. Yeah. Like, ain't no to. way to live, no, like, no more. We're all getting old. It's, I reckon if I'd have still, I'd be dead now. You'd be dead now. Yeah, yeah. if I'd have carried on. Without question. If it weren't through drug abuse, I would have I'd committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't cope with... Uh, <coughs> well, there's your Jerry Springer sign-off right there. Listen to the lady like Asbo. Get yourself fixed. If you need anyone to talk to, she's your girl. We'll make sure all the handles are in the, uh, in the information. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. My girl, Asbo inside the place. I'm proud of you, man. Thank I'm fucking you. proud of you. Um, Killer Keller podcast. Out like in was out of fucking fashion. All right? Sharing is caring. Remember, crime don't pay, but neither do they. Don't talk to any I wouldn't. You stay lucky, people. Nice and Asbo. Peace. Wow. -wee. Thank you.